Hello, I'm Eve, the host of Die Happy Tonight. Welcome to my podcast. Features true stories from the bold women that frequent our events in New York City and around the world. Enjoy. I don't know why the first, I'm just going to talk about the first guy that comes to my mind. And he was really a beloved friend. His name was Todd. Hey, Todd. Todd. And I, um, I, wor- I worked at this other club and Todd was like a regular there. And it was like, if you came in early enough, you had like free admission, but everybody had to buy a drink and he didn't drink and he would just buy like a bottle of water and he'd come in at like before you had to pay, right? Yeah. And he'd come in like right at eight o'clock and he'd hang out and be really dead and like he'd do a couple dances with Todd and then like at like four in the morning, right before we closed, he'd come back in with like the same bottle of water that he bought like 12 hours, I don't know how many hours, eight hours ago. But Todd was crazy. And like while we would have a dance, he was very strange. Like no one else has ever done this. But while we would have a dance, he would like talk in this cartoon character voice and he'd be like. You're lying. No. And he'd be like, he'd go like, love you, baby. Care about you, honey. Love you, baby. I love you, baby. Care about you, baby. It was so weird. And he How just, like... How do you not burst out, like, laughing? Oh, I would. I would burst out laughing. It would just be... But I knew if I saw him and we talked for 10 minutes and I was like, yo, you want to have a dance? He'd be like, sure. And then I'd make, like, $40, sometimes 60 And, you know, that was, like, icing on the cake. The weirdest thing that's ever happened, and this is really gross. Well, maybe I shouldn't say it. Say it. I'll edit it out if it's too gross. Once I, like... It was very dead. I was in a club and it was very dead. And I danced on the stage and I really enjoyed dancing. Uh, I danced and I got off and someone like wanted, one of the few people who was there wanted to take me to their private room. I was like, awesome, let's go. And we went and we're back there and I'm like dancing for him. And like, I don't do any like extras in the private room, blah, blah, blah. Um, But he was like, he, he expressed to me that his fetish was like coprophilia. Like he wa- and he was like, I want you to shit for me. And he was like, how much can I pay you to come back to my hotel room and shit for me? And I was like, I was You're like, lying. no. I was like, I was no. like, I don't think I'm going to do that. And he was like, and he told me this story. He was like, every year. For like 10 years, I go to Amsterdam for a business conference and I go and I visit the same woman and she comes to my hotel room and she shits for me. And I was like, that's crazy. And he was like, would you come for $200? I was like, no, I don't think so. What? You know, I've gotten a lot of requests. Is that your weirdest request? That was my weirdest request. You know, people ask you, I feel like all the time, people ask you to go to their hotels with them. They ask you to go on a date with them. They want your number, you know, this and that. You tell them what you want. You can tell them no. I tell them no. But this was like the, uh, this was really unusual. I just thought that, you know, I danced on the stage and there was this guy. He wanted me to go to the do a private dance with him I was like cool and then he was very bizarre damn he wanted some bizarre shit I just no pun intended shit no pun intended I just was like 
no, I don't think I'm going to do that. And I just tried to pass the time, you know, and dance for him. And <laughs> Yeah, you were like, do you still want to dance? Yeah, because I'm like. I won't shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? You're like, that's cool. Just some Tuesday. Like, that's cool that you like that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's what it's like. Was he embarrassed after he asked? He wasn't embarrassed. Wow, that's confidence. He was like, I I don't know. That's bold. I mean, what do you, you, if that's your thing, what do you, I I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's being. I wonder, do you think he just wants to like see it or like, I'm confused. I feel like it's, it's like a deep like psychological fetish. I don't know. I feel like that's that's the thing, like being a dancer, like that's, you know, it's like on a Tuesday, whatever. I've had situations where like I went to like the pri- the private room with so- like it's always weird going to a private room with a man who like spent spend a lot of money to go to a private room. And you're like, uh, what the fuck am I going to do with this person like back here? <laughs> you're like, I don't really want to do anything with you, but I try to entertain you. <laughs> Once this chick was like, she was like. Yeah, I just, I just try to do anything. I just try to do, she's like, I just try to, you know, do like animal puppets with my arms. You're lying. No. <laughs> just like, that's what somebody told me once. She was, she was really cute. She was really hot. And I always wondered what she did in the private room. And that's what she told me. She's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just like miming back there. Um, someone, like once. I went to this club. We had like a normal private room. We had, and there was like a really expensive private room i don't know why anyone would spend this much money to go to a private room and anyways but like once i'd say once a quarter like once every season like someone would just like pick me out and be like i'm taking you there and so i went and like i go back there it costs like over fifteen hundred dollars to go here for an hour i didn't get that much money i got like 400 bucks and the man he like took off all his clothes and he's just like standing there in his underwear. And I was like <laughs> Alright. I'm like, what do I do with you? Oh <laughs> what do you want my. from me? That's not really that crazy. I feel like these are very like light. I don't know what would be crazy. So so what's your crazy if this is your light I can't, I'm I can't asking to see your I shit. can like barely think of it, but I feel like these are these are light because it's I don't know. Like, it's not that, like, it's not that wild. It's not like that out there. But it's it's interesting, and I feel like that's what makes this job fun is, like, the variation. And you just never know what who you're going to meet. Right. And I really love, I love being in an environment where I'm, like, talking to all these, like, you know, business people and lawyers and, like, software engineers. And, you know, just, like, a, people who are, like, out in the world doing things and like and then you just and also there's like a sexual component like yeah. you just never know like and you don't really know what's gonna happen but you can kind of predict and it's a lot of interesting like feeling and interpreting and listening and talking and discussing and it's this kind of beautiful dialectic you know? yeah um and i really like that about this it's like it's sexual, it's intellectual, it's performative, um, and I really enjoy that. And there's a weird boundary. Like, what do you do when someone is like, wants you to do something weird? 
Yeah, or they want they want you to, they want to do something you're not comfortable with. Like, how do you negotiate? How do you navigate that boundary of like placating them while holding your own boundaries? Or like, if someone tells you something really bizarre, how how are you like in your mind? You're like, fuck no, but you're like, oh my god, I don't want to make this yeah. person feel how bad. You, how do you take that very <laughs> that very delicate instance of being like, I don't want to publicly humiliate you, and you like. Just like leave the club with your tail between your legs, and I also I'm trying to make dances and like make like you know walk with some money tonight. Like how do so how do I take you? And you're like this weird thing you just revealed to me, and like turn this into a better situation, and like you know that serves you and serves me, and everybody's happy, and and that's fun. There's something like it's not just it's not just fun. It's a, it's very it's very human. It's very like conversational and it's cool. I've really enjoyed this. If I didn't enjoy it, I guess I would have done something else. Um, I love working at Rosewood. This is such a cool place. I really like it. I really, really, I really enjoy it here. This is a cool place. Like the dancers are cool. The management, the staff is cool. I really like working here. Oh, the I DJs play great music. I okay. agree with that, hundred percent. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like. I'm very sentimental. Sorry. <laughs> okay. No, I love it. My name is Erica. My number is one six seven, and I'll see you at Die Happy tonight. Eve's job, produced by Die Happy Tonight, a New York City-based nightlife design company, and the creators of Rosewood. Meet the women in this podcast at our private events in New York City and throughout the world by joining our email list at www.diehappytonight.com.